Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. What a weekend it was. A combined no-hitter. Not a lot of sweeps in the NL. And we're going to talk all about it. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Hope you're having yourself a fantastic Monday morning or afternoon. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Trevor Plouffe looking great in California and producer BBD behind the dish. Brought to you by SeatGeek. Also sponsoring the episode. You can use code TALKIN. Get $20 off your first purchase. I was just uh, had breakfast with a couple. And they said they wanted to go to a game. And I said, hey, if you want $20 off tickets, you can use this code. Uh, And they did. And they texted later and said, hey, your code worked. Thank you. That helped. So you can do that as well. If you want to go see a game or concert or anything you want to do, SeatGeek. They got an app. They make it easy. Green means good deal. Red means bad deal. Stop. It's not the best deal. Green, go. Enjoy the game. So thanks, SeatGeek. Jake, how was your weekend? You could go maybe even see Trevor Plouffe at a game pretty soon. Um, rumors, tomorrow. Rumors in the L.A. area. Tomorrow, go use Kiki, go see him. My weekend was good. Good. Uh, Trevor's Yankees are hot in the street. New York City baseball is hot in the streets. I'm loving it. Uh, my dream is... Um, to have the Yankees and the Mets do a Subway Series while I live in New York City. We'll see how tight that window becomes, but things are looking good. While meanwhile, everyone else on the West Coast says, shut your butt, because the NL West is nasty. Uh, my Angels, Trev's Angels, can't be stopped. Um, good weekend. Jess is away this week, so me and Noodle will be in survival baseball mode. A um, lot of ordering in, a lot of baseball, a mm-hmm. um, lot of TikTok. Trev, how you doing? That apartment is going to stink. Let's open the windows up. Let's light some candles, baby. I'm doing great. I had a hell of a weekend. Started on Thursday, kind of been on a bender since then. I've said on this uh, this show before, can't get hung over if you keep drinking. That's kind of where I'm at right now, except I haven't had a drink today. So these eyes, they still look good, though. Look at this. I'm awake, ready to go. I've already done one show today. My baseball knowledge is on point. I'm excited to talk about it. I, I um, kind of stumbled into a guy like we haven't said his name once on this show all year and he's having a magical season. So we'll talk about him a little bit, uh, but my vibes are high. A lot of youth baseball for me this week. I will be at the Dodger game tomorrow. Uh, Dodgers versus my manager, Gabe's Giants. So that will be fun. I'm bringing the family. James, how you doing, man? Doing well. Doing well. I dyed my beard, Trev, so there's no more white in the beard. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also dyed my hair, but I'm wearing a hat, so you can't see. Uh, so no yeah. more gray. So that's exciting for me until it fades, and then I have to do it again, and then it's like, eh, this is a whole thing. Watch some baseball. Watch Blue Jays-Astros game. I've got a gripe with Saturday broadcasts after watching the mm-hmm. Yankees and the Blue Jays one. Okay. They don't bring the energy on Saturday day games. Yeah, why not? I don't know. But I watched two games on Saturday, and both of them were just kind of like dull. The games were good. Like the, okay. the Astros-Blue Jays game was good. 
Yes. The energy that I think I was listening to Blue Jays feed. It's like uh, non-existent, but it was the same at the Yankees game. So it's not like a, you know, so just, usually I like listening to Blue Jay games. I don't, I don't know if they changed the booth. I don't know. Maybe it was the Astros. No, it was the Blue Jays feed I was watching, but so that's my update. Yeah. You were watching baseball. We talked on the phone and you were watching baseball, with baby James. I said, baby James, what's up? What's fire Jake. And he was, he cooed and we mm-hmm. bonded again. He what? Cooed. Good, bro. You don't know what that means. Yeah, he's not a dad. Just let's <sighs> let's hear the fucking noise, Trev. You're such a dad. Like, I'm not a let's baby, hear you coo. Bro. Why don't you I'm coo for the people? Maybe David. I thought you were a man of the people. Let's hear baby. you coo. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I wanted. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be a clip. It's more like a, it's more like a. Why uh, did? You? Uh, yeah, I don't even. I tried. Uh, yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why'd you put that picture of me stretching my forearms? I don't that know was, what you're talking about. I'm trying to get people up, to watch bro. our content. Sorry. That was messed. That's a messed up looking picture. It's, <laughs> it's a weird pick. <laughs> you look like you're out of a scary movie. That's a feed yeah. stopper. Like you're scrolling down your Twitter yeah. feed and you <laughs> see that. Like, whoa, hold up. Wait, hold up. What's he doing? Uh, <laughs> I, I need to be humbled sometimes. So I'm happy about that. Mm. Secret to life, guys. I mean, that is such a weird picture. It's just weird. <laughs> Feels good though to do it. Good stretch forearm, your forearms, stretch, yeah. Anything you guys want to get off your chest before we get into the the games? Um, there's been a lot of bows making their debut. I mean, that's of note. I think. Yeah. Bull Solser made his debut recently, and so did Bull Brisk, Brisky. Mm. So, I don't know what that means. But the name Bo, isn't there other, didn't Bo, a guy named Bo make his debut last year for the Tigers? Bo. There was Bo Porter, manager of the Astros for a season or two. We got four active Bo's in the league right now. All since 2018, so. And are they B-E-A-U? Yeah. Except for Bichette, he's B.O., yeah, isn't doesn't he? doesn't count Bo Bichette, yeah. Not even counting with Bo Bichette, yeah. Sorry. What's his name? name? Is it just Bo? B.O. is just not. Wait, is his name B.O., like his birth name? We Can't be, up. right? Full name Bo Joseph Bichette. How about it? Man. That's, it's, it's disrespectful to the French people. That's all I'm saying. Like, spell it like the French spell it, okay? First name B.O. I mean, what a play by Dante. That's Bichette. like uh that's like you're in wow. deep Louisiana. Oh no, Louisiana's French. They just B E A U. People forget. Bell was more like Arkansas, right? Dante Bichette, two hundred and seventy four career homers, hundred fifty two career swipes. It's pretty good. His first son's name is Dante. Former Yankees draft. After pick. named after himself. Joe Girardi's first son. Named Dante, named after Dante Bichette. Joe Girardi, Dante Bichette, go on a fishing trip with their sons. It's Joe and the Dantes. It's three Dantes and Joe Girardi. Sounds like a cooking show. That happened at one point. Joe and the Dantes (laughs) hung out. It's best friend. It's like I named my son James. You name your son James after me, and we all go hang out. It's Jake and the Jameses. Jameses. I dig it. Teddy's yeah. uh, middle name is James, so he can come too. GJ. Nice. 
Well, he's uh, Winston James. Theodore Winston James? Yeah. Jesus, Trev, that's the most <laughs> regal name I've heard in a long time. Well, he's a stud. Theodore Winston, Winston James, James Ploof. Yeah. Coup again. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a coup. Yeah. All right, who's got the NL? Speaking of coups, yeah. wait for me and James to fucking put a coup on this company. I'm waiting. You're in. You're James. You're good. Jake, it's you. It's just me Out. then. Out. Just me then. Thumbs up. Let's go. NL recap. I'm leading off today. Here it is. Hey, Trev. Get on base. Give the offense a fucking chance today. <laughs> I'm going to hit a homer, baby. We are going to start in New York where the Phillies went to take on the Mets. The Mets are rocking, baby. They take two out of three. It was 3-0 Mets, 4-1 Phillies, and then 10-6 Mets. We know what happened in game one. McGill, Smith, Rodriguez, Lugo, and Diaz, what they do? It was the no-no, baby. Nola wasn't bad himself. Six inning pitch, three earned runs. McNeil had to go ahead, two run single in the fifth. But obviously the story of the game, that no-hitter. Diaz looked nasty there against uh, Rio Muto, the last batter. Uh, game two, our boy Gibby, four and a third innings pitch, one earned unearned run, excuse me. Walker had five shutout innings, so a nice pitcher's duel there. Schwarber with the go-ahead two-run homer in the seventh. And in game three, Scherzer goes six innings pitch, gives up a ton of runs. The Mets scored the go-ahead run in the fifth on a pass ball. Dom Smith had four hits on the day before the Mets need to decide if they're keeping him, which they did decide they're going to keep him. Robinson can now see you later. Uh, Schwarber had two home runs in game three, two. Mets take two out of three. Moving on to Pittsburgh, the Padres came into town and they took two out of three from our Pirates. 7-3 Padres, 7-6 Pirates in 10, 5-2 Padres in the rubber match. Uh, Darvish, six-inning pitch, three-run run in game one. They also were mocking him during the series. Did you guys see that tweet a little bit? That was fun. Cronenworth uh, to the go-ahead RBI single in the fifth of game one. Uh, Hayes scores the winning run in the 10th on a fielding error by Hosmer in game two. And then Musgrove dealt in game three, seven innings pitch, one earned run against his former team. Keller, not too bad either. Six innings pitch, one earned run. But the Padres win five to two. They take two out of three. Moving on, the Nationals came into San Fran and they did what to the Giants? They won the series. They took two of three from them. Nationals bang it first game. They went at 14-4. Giants win 9-3 game two before the Nationals opened up the offense. Again, 11-5 in the rubber match. Uh, Bell, Robles, and Franco each had four hits in, damn, in game one. They all had four hits. Let's go. Uh, game two, Webb went six innings pitched with three earned runs. He gave 11 hits, though. Um, Estrada had three RBIs. And in the rubber match, the Nationals scored five in the first on four singles, three walks, and an RBI fielder's choice, and a buck. They take two out of three from the Giants. Cubs go into Milwaukee. The Brewers still doing it. They win two out of three from the Cubbies, 11-1, 9-1 before the Cubs took the last game. Two to nothing behind a strong pitching performance from Marcus Stroman. Uh, in game one, Renfro, two home runs. Adamas, Yelly, McCutcheon, Peterson also hit home runs. Five on the five different players on the team had him. Uh, game two, Lauer, seven innings pitched with one and runs, 11 Ks. Let's go. Yelly homers again. And then, like I said, Stroman uh, outbattled Burns, who wasn't too bad himself. Stroman, seven shutty. Burns went seven innings pitched with two earned runs, but the Brewers take two out of three. 
And then we're moving on to Arizona uh, at the Cardinals. You guys are not going to like this because they split. 8-3 Cardinals, 6-2 D-backs, 2-0 D-backs, and the Cardinals won the last game, 7-2-5. Goldschmidt had three hits and three RBIs in game one. Marshall, your guy, Jake, an RBI double. And uh, Smith had the RBI ground out to take the lead in the third in that game. Um, in game three, Marte homers and Ahmed had homers in the eighth to break the score this tie. And then we will talk about one guy who exited the game in a little bit. Uh, moving on, Reds, Rockies, guess what happened? Rockies. Weep! 10-4 Rockies, 4-3 Rockies, 10-1 Rockies. We'll get into that one uh, in a little bit. But that, my friends, is what happened in the NL. I got to be honest. I can't hear the music, man. It's messing me up a little bit. You killed it. I did great, I know, but the music helps me out a little bit. I'll just let you know that you got four minutes, 37 seconds, and you just put it on your phone or something. I know, I need to do that. Your phone is right here. Hit by a pitch. You got on base, kid. Good stuff up there. Your NL standings. Mets are in first place in the East by three games. Brewers in first place in the Central by two games. Dodgers are up on the Padres due to winning percentage. The Padres have 15 wins, but they have eight losses. So the Dodgers are ahead in the loss column. And uh, no sweeps in the NL besides one. And it was the team that played the Reds. The Reds let a ball drop in the infield. They're like all-time bad right now. Oof. But they were, we almost had the complete opposite of sweep week. And I was like, wow, I have a competitive series. And then I got to the very last one. And I was like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but good for the Rockies because they had just gotten swept. So they needed to do some sweeping. Good for them. We can start at the top. The Mets have all the news right now. They do the combined no-hitter. Well, they brawled last week. They combined no hitter, and then they just made a move on Cano. A lot of teams have to make the roster move now because they have to get rid of the two roster spots. It goes from 28 to 26. Uh, that's over. So Cano is at the mercy of that. Big decision. That was good for the Mets for pulling the plug on a guy that is owed money, I, I think. But Mets have a bunch of different storylines to talk about. Jake, yeah. You got any? The whole any energy has changed, Jim. Um, we've talked about it a lot. We talked about it in the TPP. Um, Buck Showalter is different. Um, Cohen comes in, you know, one of the, the wealthiest owner in baseball. Um, and, you know, what's going to change? They still had some weird stuff going on, a little metsy at times. You bring in Buck Showalter. Um, I mean, one of the most respected guys around baseball. You bring in Max Scherzer. Also, one of the most respected guys around baseball. And everything has changed. I mean, last night's game was a blast. I mean, the Mets uh, kind of bludgeoned the Phillies, and the Phillies tried to bludgeon their way back into it, and the Mets said, nah. Um, and yeah, man, uh, the the whole energy is a real thing, and it it's changed. They're the best record in the National League. Um, I mean, McNeil... Looked good. They keep Dom Smith instead of sending him down to keep Cano on the roster. And, you know, we all get to sit at home and say, like, oh, well, Cano's, Cano might be fried. Just eat the $40 million. It's $40 million <laughs> to, to pay a guy to not show up to the office. That's that, that's that baby James Trev Storielli deal that we're working out in the future. So, um, man, uh, 
I love it. I, I know Mets, Mets and Yankees, and some people don't fully understand the Mets-Yankees relationship. I love everything that's going on uh, over at City Field. Shea Station, Jerry Blevins was in the office today. They got the news live about, about Robbie Cano. Um, and, yeah, they mixed in a little combined no-no, too, because McGill's gross. So I love it. Met life, baby. I agree. The energy has changed. It seems if you had to put like a emotion on this energy, I'll say what I think. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Chat sound off. It's like an angry energy, like a pissed, you know, like I know they're smiling and having fun, but there's like an edge, like pissed off energy, like with them. I think it starts with Scherzer probably. And all the hit by pitches. Hit by pitches. That's helped definitely. And, you know, Showalter's not going to smile all the time. I, but he doesn't give, like, an angry energy to me either. I think I really – I've said this already on the show. I think it starts with Scherzer. Like, he's, he's brought it, and people are just kind of feeding off of it. Uh, but I like what they're doing. Cano really didn't have a place on the team. You know, and, like, I know, $40 million, a lot to eat. But do you know what $40 million for, like, a guy that's worth $12 billion is? This is not a lot of money, bro. He's got 12000 millions. He had like four hits, right. one extra base hit or something like that. It yeah, was... he was 501 OPS. Like he wasn't doing anything anyway. Chris Who's Rose asked me up? if I think he's going to catch on with another team. I, I said there's a possibility you're getting a guy at league minimum. Maybe team yeah, well, I think, I think I a team's going to grab him. I don't know. I haven't racked my brain over who would or what. I don't know if chat's got any suggestions, but one of the best second basemen ever played the game. Controversial shit pushed aside, which opens up the door for other stuff off steroid. But I don't know. I think someone would take a shot. It's a sweet swing. He, uh, spring training, which again, doesn't matter, but in a way it matters that like you could still hit a baseball somewhat. Someone will take a flyer on Robbie. I, I think he wants it. I, you know, I, my first reaction was that he'd just call it, but like Robbie Cano was dialed up for major league baseball season this year. Like he's ready to go. So yeah, I think uh, if you're him, you probably chill out, you know, hit a couple baseballs, and then whatever team starts getting the injury bug and they think they could use a little Robbie Cano. Also, how about those 15 DH spots that just opened up across baseball that, like, hey, that that swing is still so sweet. Uh, if Robbie it's not, can run Jake, into a it's couple. not that sweet ah, anymore. It's tainted. It doesn't ah, taste sweet anymore to me. It's sweet. tainted. It's like a nerd rope. No, those are delicious. I haven't had one in years. I don't put that in my body, but right. that's not. I I agree with you. Back in the day, I was very into what Cano was doing, turning those double plays. His swing is sweet. I understand it, but no, it's all it's all sour to me now, man. It just yeah. is. Okay, Philly's Philly side of things. They 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 had just uh, won four in a row against the Rockies, and now they lose a series to the Mets. They hit. Had some big homers from some big guys. Some fun spots, but couldn't get away. I mean, they didn't hit game one, obviously. Literally. No hits. Bad. But, um, what, last night, didn't Schwarber open it up? Didn't Bryce get Scherzer? Schwarber, Schwarber hit two and Bryce hit one, but it was kind of... And they out hit him in game two and won that game. <clears throat> I don't know. What's going on with the Phillies? It, it sounds douchey to say, but I, I think Scherzer was kind of... 
throwback pitcher mode, which again, it's Max Scherzer, so it's not crazy. But like, I, you know, I think I think the sh- the Harper home run was o two, and he threw one over the plate. Where like, you know, how how many of today's pitchers would just bounce three in the dirt to Bryce and hope it goes? I, I think Scherzer was like in the driver's seat. I'm throwing shit over the plate. You might run into a couple, but I think we're still gonna win this game. So, um, it's cool. I mean, Schwarber's starting to get hot. Three homers in the last two games. That's big. I mean, the Phillies just straight ran into a better team right now. Uh, yeah, I don't think the like the series wasn't super bad for them. That's a great movie. Uh, obviously, the no hitters just kind of like an anomaly. Bad day. The other two games, you just chalk it up. They split those. Uh, Jolly had this excellent tweet. I'm trying to. Wow. I'm trying to find it was not excellent. It was actually like the most savage thing I've heard in a long time. Damn. Yeah. Oh, about uh, Joelle. Basically, he yeah, he goes, "How do you spend all off season constructing the best lineup in the league, only to get no hit, or like sacrificing your defense, having the worst defense in the world, and only to get no hit by Jolie Rodriguez or something like that?" Like it was savage, bro. Sometimes it just happens. You have a bad day at the park, dude. Oh. Ten years ago, for oh, me, Jolly's feeling himself right now. My gosh, dude! And he should be. If you're a Mets fans, taste yourself right now. I got to get the right tweet up. I feel bad butchering it the way I just did. Fuck. Okay. You're good. Padres, Pirates. Padres took two out of three. Won the bookends. Pirates snuck out a win in the middle game. Did you see that play where Hayes scored? Uh, Keep Ryan from first yep. on the air. They won. He knew right away. Do the hands up. I guess everybody does that, don't they? <laughs> yes. Yes, everybody does that. Padres, they're, uh, again, kind of one of the question marks coming in this season. 15 and 8, man. They are they are off and rolling. Just the, the problem for them is the whole division still is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Decent schedule coming up. Guardians, Marlins, Cubbies. So, hey. Just stay alive. They keep getting pitching performances. Um, get that Tatis guy back. They've been hitting, man. Yeah. They've been hitting. Chata looks good. Um, when does Tatis come back? We're looking at a June thing, right? That's what it was initially? Originally, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was after the All-Star break. Oh, shit. I have no idea. I just I, That's just mentally what I remember putting in my head is that it was half the season. I feel like I remember three months getting thrown out there when uh, the injury was announced. Not so seeing any updates. Gets so uh, they said a mid return, a mid June return would be roughly 60, 65 games. One line in a sporting news article, the sporting you, news, back to <clears> you in the booth, Samson nationals just hit. Like crazy against the Giants. They win game one. They put up 14 runs. They win game three by putting up 11. They lost They lost the middle game, but I did they push three across versus Webb? I think they did. They did. They That's did. kind of a win right now. I don't know. What's going on, Nats? We're supposed to be you losing. You 11 six. hits. So, the, so the Nas- how many hits did the Nationals have in this series then? Shout out, uh, shout out to my guy, Yadiel Hernandez. I gave him an award on an early talk in baseball because he's a journeyman guy. He's raking this year for the Nats. Um, and Josh Bell um, might be a name you hear around the trade deadline. Sorry, Nats fans. Um, 351-457 on base for big Josh Bell. Um, and lucky for him, 
Because you remember coming out of those Pittsburgh years. He had one or two meh years. It's looking like those are becoming the outliers. So that's uh love that for Big Josh Bell. Robles had eight hits, Bell had six, Yadiel five, Alcides five, Caesar five, Soto five. Giants? Yeah. What happened? They um got, got. the last no game they scored five runs. they scored five in the five in the first and kind of held on and scored more against the bullpen later, but Go Nats. That's fun, man. That's 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 why baseball is great. Going to a, a, a team that's hot like the Giants and go take a couple from them. Nelson Cruz. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Nelson Cruz is supposed to get hot. You didn't get hot at all. E. E. Do you know the Twins got Joe Ryan for half a season with him? Whoops. Trade him back. Get Nelson Cruz back. Mm-mm. Maybe. Don't do it. <laughs> Brewers they should really trade well. for Nelson Cruz. That would be great. <laughs> they should. And have both? They're going to. Brewers held the Cubs to one run, one run, and then two runs and lost the game <laughs> where they allowed two runs because Stroman was nasty against them and shut them down. But uh, Brewers are in first place, remain in first place. Their pitching's nasty. And according, I didn't see these games, but according to the numbers, the offense came alive. 277 batting average and 15 extra base hits with nine home runs for the Brew Crew in those first two games. It looks like they didn't put up a lot of offense in game three. So that's, even though they didn't sweep, they win the series. And it seems like, I guess Brewers fans, obviously, you know more than me, it seems like the bats started to come alive, which is something they've been waiting to happen. Renfro got that OPS in the sevens, baby. Happy birthday. Um, And speaking of actual happy birthdays, Stroman was on his birthday. Wow. So we like that. We like a nice birthday performance. Dude, we got a bunch of seven-year-olds on this team now. Yeah. Aren't you just calling for that? Yeah. All right. Yelly has, Yelly got four hits, two homers, run for a five hits, three homers. So they had some fun. Hopefully that leads to more and more and more and break out of the so bats. Because if their bats start had, going at all, the Brewers are incredible. Yes. We had a caller this morning on our um, Baseball Today show, and admittedly, I did not get to watch uh, the Brewers games. Um, but he said that Yelly had a different look in his eye. So I'm going to go our eyes. He has wow. two eyes. I'm going to go check this out and see what's going on because usually with a look in your eyes, an adjustment has, has been made. So I'm going to go check it out. We'll report back to you guys if there's anything that's changed. but. Look at Yelly going. Like you said, James. Just a look in his eye, just hungry. Tired of sucking. Speaking of, my D-back split with the cards. Love it. Um, We had a chance to go three in a row to end the series. Um, Cardinals come back. Harry Bader with the big home run. Uh, My guy, Nick Ahmed, with homers and back-to-back games. That's that's normally not his calling card. Um, Shout out to my guy, Merrill Kelly. He dropped it on him. Uh, seven shutty uh, snakes. How about it? We're playing a brand of baseball. Jake snake Saturdays, three and O the last three Saturdays. Yeah. Whoops. They just playing on Saturdays. Look out. You don't want to see them on a Saturday. That's all I'm saying. Leplo comes back to Omer's. Whoops. And then your rock sweep. Kelsey came back. Kelsey came back in the reds. She did come back. Didn't she? Are you kidding me? Reds are 319. Yeah, I think 
I think they're close to they've had a 10 game losing streak and they might have another they're like couple away from another 10 game losing streak. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. You, so I wanted to mention one player before um we move on to the AL and we kind of just skipped over his series right there a little bit or at least I did. Do you guys know what Tommy Edmond is doing? Hot. Go get your baseball reference pages up. Pull Tommy Edmond. This guy is already amassed to full war. He's hitting. He's playing defense, doing all those damn things. I don't, I don't think we've said his name on this podcast once this year. Ooh. So we got to say his name, Tommy Edmond, Tommy Edmond. Now my iPhone's going to send me um, like Tommy Edmond jerseys to buy. That's what happens. Wars accounting stats are like you can't drop, right? You can drop. You can. Yeah, bad bad games. Bring your war down. I think he's leading. It's him and Machado, right? I hate war. Yeah, Machado's at two two, and Edmonds at two zero, and then our guy JP Crawford. Mm. Mm. Why do you hate war so much? Just a quick little stat you look at. That's all. Because what is he doing well? It doesn't really tell me anything. All encompassing. I know, but then the defensive ball. stats that it goes into are like what defensive stats does it use? Or I don't know. I just need a little more like I just not blind trust in an all encompassing stat. I guess I just don't fully buy in. Can't be the only thing. It doesn't tell the story. Yeah, it's just a quick reference to how they're playing. And then there's some guys whose wars have been deceiving. So then I'm like, well, I need I need the next layer. It's B war. That helps. Mm. Yeah. I just 306, 405 on base and 891. Oh, he's raking, yeah. So that's good, and he's playing good defense. Won the gold glove last year. Whoops. Tommy Edmond. Short king, right? Gotta be. Listed 5'10", so yeah. Five, eight, and a half. But like a full... Baseball is the best sport, dude. Just all shapes and sizes. Gotta love it, dude. I was gonna talk about it. Well, it's part of the AL. I think Toronto rolled out a lineup of like more under six foot guys than over. And, uh, well, Matt Chapman's listed at six foot, but he's not. He's not. Shots fired. Well, he's not. He's not. He's not. I like Matt Chapman. He hit a bomb fifth row. Yeah. I stood next to him. He's not six foot. And then there's another guy on the Blue Jays that's listed at six flat as well. And maybe I forget who it was. But they had some rookie, a five eight rookie, and then Kirk, who's five listed five eight. They put out like an all short lineup uh, in their most recent game, and I was proud of them for it. Which brings us to the AL. Let's I guess. talk about him. Yeah. All right. Fire it up. Here's what happened in the American League. The Yankees swept the Royals in a three-game set in Kansas City. Game one was a slugfest for the Yankees. They put up 12 runs. They held them to two. Game three, both teams left double-digit men on base. The Yankees pushed three across on a sack fly, a sack fly, and a double play, which pushed a run across. And in game four, a sloppy back-and-forth affair where the Royals kind of just refused to win and allowed the Yankees to come back. Yankees pitched well. Royal, the whole series was just kind of like, eh. 
Astros went to Toronto, and the Blue Jays took two out of three from them. They lost game one. They beat up on, uh, Astros beat up on Kikuchi, and then game two was an absolute pitching duel. Springer went deep twice against his ex-team to lead the Blue Jays to victory, 2-1. to one. And in game three, you had, uh, you had Gossman and Valdez both pitch pretty well. Gossman struck out 10. Espinal hit the go-ahead RBI in the seventh. Gossman now has 41 Ks, zero walks. Joined Cy Young as the only pitcher since 1903 to start a season with five-plus starts, no homers, no walks. Crazy. Okay. Angels and the White Sox in a four-game set. They've played three so far. The Angels have taken two out of three. How about them, Angels? They used an opener game one to get the win versus Giolito. Game two, the White Sox won. Yay. Anderson hit a solo home run, and Robert hit a three-run homer in the fifth. Game three was a doozy. Lorenzen goes 8.1 innings pitch, three earned runs. How about that? And then the Angels almost let the White Sox come back at the end. Scary ninth inning. But they shut it down. They get the win going for uh, the win of the series today. White Sox looking to split it. Red Sox and Orioles, oh no. Red Sox win game one on a Rich Hill start. Orioles had a rookie making his debut. Kyle Bradish, actually decent start for him in his debut against the Red Sox. Red Sox win, though. Orioles win game two on a wild walk-off overthrow from the catcher or from the pitcher by the Red Sox. Heartbreaker. Then the Orioles win game three, nine to five. Lyle shuts down the Red Sox. They're in a bad place right now. Not happy. Twins went to Tampa and took two out of three from the Rays. Kluber had a really good start in game one, and Bundy did not. Archer pitched well. In game two, which led to a 9-1 to Twins win. And then Fleming, no wait, Josh Winder, his first career start. A lot of debuts. How about that? Twins win 9-3 in game three. Guardians at A's. The Guardians got swept last week by the Angels, so now they do the sweeping this week. They sweep the A's. Game one was just kind of a bad starting pitcher off. They just let them keep going. Game two, really good starting performances. Bieber and Irvin go back and forth against each other. Richie Palacios, our buddy, hit a go-ahead two-run double in the ninth. His first career extra base hit, his first RBI's go-ahead double. Way to go, Richie. And then McKenzie shut him down in game three. 6.1 shutout innings. Guardians win the series. And that's the American League. Great job, James. Excellent job. You got some standings, Timbo? Yeah, I do if I can find the page. What a stat you had on uh, Gossman. Pretty good start by him. Cy Young, huh? 1903. I'm so sick of Cy Young. It's like, you have too many records, bro. Just chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Yankees are leading the East by a game and a half. Fun series coming up. Uh, Yankees and Blue Jays this mm. week, four games set. Uh, Blue Jays have had a tough schedule, and they have a good record. Yankees have had an easy schedule, and they have a good record. So it would be good to see how they do against each other. 
The Twins lead the Central by three games, and the Guardians are now in second place with a 10-12 and 12 record. White Sox, what you mm. doing? Mm. Angels lead the West by two and a half games. That's kind of a fun division, too. Houston's 500. Some interesting results thus far. And they stand like a like these socks got holes in them joke because the white socks, red socks. What's you doing, baby? White socks. Yeah, I don't I know. know you've been hurt. The white I know you've been hurt a little bit, but come on now. You're not this bad. And the red socks, I don't know, man. I keep hearing this offense is gonna start clicking. It hasn't clicked yet. We've uh We've been lucky enough that our Yankees are rolling nine games in a row. Uh, I talked about all the good energy with the Mets. You can say a lot of the same with the Yankees, and it, it's tied to you know couple couple tweaks. Um, I mean, the pitching, that's not a minor tweak. Their pitching is electric. Rizzo has been incredible. Judge got going this series. Uh, yeah, the, the Royals were a little sad. Uh, I was hoping to see a little more juice uh, from the Royals. They're off to kind of one of the worst starts in baseball this year. And, uh, yeah, the Yanks kind of breezed through them, and it, it felt like cool, dominant Yankee stuff. And, yeah, it's, it's building up for this Toronto series, which, I, I mean, when we get to even the Astros or the White Sox, you know, I, I think in a few weeks we're going to be reminded how early it still is into this young baseball season. Like the Astros being 500, you're like, whoa, Astros 500? And, you know, in three weeks or so, if they reel off a nice little streak, they're going to be sitting right where you expect them. So, um, yeah, Yankees uh, Yankees looked good in games that were odd and not exciting, kind of, from, from the Yankee side. That kinda, sometimes it feels that way in Kansas City. It's a strange atmosphere out there. Um, what do you guys think of the, the play that everyone's talking about, the Bobby Witt? labor Torres play see where he slid off the base or like got knocked off the base i don't think he got see that i mean i don't think he got knocked. it's it's, inc- it's impossible to comment because everyone hates shaggy fans already but I, I genuinely don't believe he got knocked off the base i think he i think i think he was coming off <laughs> really, if you wait no because i slowed it down i'm making a breakdown he's got the oven mitt on and he already missed being able to hook himself like his hand on the base he had nothing to grip on. He was just going. He had his leg though. There was one the the angle looking directly like um parallel with them as they're running. I thought, oh yeah, he slid past the base. But when it was going like towards the left field line, it looked like he was gonna be able to stay on there and see him like reach back out. with the oven mitt and he couldn't grab I it. I think it was more of like he hooked the leg behind the base a little bit. It's near impossible. Um, Bobby Wood Jr. Fast. Bobby Wood Jr. By the way, hundredth percentile sprint speed. Yes. Holy, he's smokes. real deal. Um, awful play by Glaber. I'll, I'll say this: um, Glaber. It's not like Glaber's intent was to push him off of the bag. Glaber Torres goes full extension to try to make the play. So it's one of those things. Like it felt like kind of a clean act of baseball. Bobby Wood Jr. trying to escape. Sure. Glaber trying to make a play. It wasn't like Glaber was doing something malicious. Um, that being said, like Glaber, you got to have the scouting report there. Glaber thinking he was going to track down Bobby <laughs> Witt. I was going to, hey, Glaby. Well, not so even much. like in a, in a rundown, like if you do the, I'm going to, all right, I'm just going to run, like chase after him. Right. You can only do that if you're directing him back to right. second. 
I guess it's just like oh, or you think you can catch him. Yeah, but even if That's you think you could catch him, thought he could catch him. But even if you, you think can't. you can catch him, Trev, they would still kind of direct you like it's not worth it. Just throw it. Well, yeah. you throw ahead of him if he's going toward if he's advancing. <laughs> this is a really you know, bad play by Glaber. I'd really like to see what Glaber's sprint sprint speed was. I bet you he hit his top notch there because when you're chasing somebody who's hmm. faster than you, I think you don't you run faster than typical. Like there's like. I went to a dog track one time okay. and this guy was explaining dog betting to me, racing. I don't know what you call it. And he said, there are some dogs who just like to be in second place because they run faster behind these other dogs. Sea I don't know, labor. What? Sea biscuit. Yes, exactly. I bet his sprint speed went up right there because he's, he's chasing them. 50 percentile sprint speed, Glaber chasing <laughs> after hundred percentile Bobby Witt. Um, so that was hey, average. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Jay Strohs got liked it. I guess if you get a minute today, watch Gossman splitter. Um, I don't even know what you do with it. It looks like a left-handed pitcher slider. Like it, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even compare it to a changeup. It just moves so much, um, and I think it plays perfectly off of his fastball. He's he is one of the toughest at-bats in baseball right now, and good for the Blue Jays winning two one-run games after dropping the first one to the Strohs. It's a great series right there. Big-time player. Big-time player wins a game series. by himself, basically. Offense. Springer's offense, defense, had the whole thing. My boy Matt Chapman went fifth deck. Yeah, it was nuts. You know there was five decks. How tall is he again? Fifth deck. He's uh, I, he's six foot, bro. Yeah, right on the nose. Right you, on the nose. You love Chapman. <laughs> That's your guy. He is my guy. They had a, yeah, the Blue Jays, where is it? Um, what was their lineup? They had uh, Vinny Capra. Major League debut, right? Yeah, Major League debut. Bo Bichette also listed at six foot. That's the other, the other one I'm saying, well, you're five 11 then. So I think they had a bunch of shorties out there. But Vinny Capra made his debut. He listed 5'8". And he's from Melbourne, Florida. Wow, his name is Vincent James. My name is James Vincent. Look at that. You're a JV, okay. I'd be listed at 5'8", too. Vinny Capra. We're the same. So what, uh, Gossman's at 41? K's no walks and the record is 54. Is that what we're looking at? Or is it more than that? I don't know. I got to look it up right now because that sounds, I'm dumb if I don't know what I'm talking about. It's a funny last name. Capra? Gossman. Gossman, yeah. Blue Jays just. But he was, he was also just, throwing like 98 miles an hour to go along with his left-handed slider that he's a right-hander. Yeah. Gossman should like win the Cy Young and the Blue Jays should just always trade for a guy that wins the Cy Young. 58 was Corbin Burns' record. So he's got uh, two two more starts. You can get there. People are saying he's ducking the Yankees in this upcoming series. It's really weird. It is a bummer that the, really the <laughs> it's a four-game set and the Yankees aren't going to face Gossman or Barrios and uh, the Blue Jays aren't going to face Cole or Severino. So both teams, one and two. Three games, Oh, is it three games? Is it a three game set? Yeah, that's why they're not seeing Gossman and Brios, yeah, yeah. and that's why they're not seeing Cole and Sebi. So, when, is this is there a game today? Yeah. So it's Wednesday nights, late night for us. 
All right, I just lied to Katie. I got to fix that. Uh-oh. Told her the wrong day. Well, anyway, yeah, Oops. both teams aren't seeing, like, I guess they're top two. I think Yankees is definitely Colin Severino right now. In field, Nestor, I guess, but, you know. Nestor and Manoa have their own arguments. Yeah, well, Manoa definitely does. Yeah. Uh, Manoa, he's awesome. So, yeah, it's whatever. It's going to be a fun watch. Uh, the Angels and the White Sox series is, is still going on. It's a four-game set. A wraparound, as they call it. And the Angels keep winning, and the White Sox keep losing. And Lorenzen, I'm pretty happy for Lorenzen, man. For a guy who went out and said, I want to be a starter, they never let me start in Cincinnati, I can do it. And everyone's kind of looking around like, can you, though? To go 8.1, that's a start start. He was going for nine. He had a zero on the board. He was at like 90 pitches. BBD was saying Maddox in the office. Um, and then that final game, if anyone was watching that on Sunday, uh, you want to watch a game get out of control quick. Six mm-hmm. nothing uh, to six three. Reisel's in. Reisel gets pulled. It's six five. Here comes to Para. And a little nubber down to first ends it. Uh, strong win by the Halos. Strong win by the Halos. This is. A guy like Michael Lorenzen, who's 6'3", 217. I don't believe that at all. This guy's a big mother effort. Maybe that's just all muscle. Like zero fat on his body. Yeah, Yeah, he's roped up. Does he just go like to the front office and say like, I'm going to do this and like it happens? Like, are they just like that scared of him? Because he was a reliever, but also wanted to hit. And then like they let him hit. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to be a reliever anymore. I want to start. And they let him start. Like, he, does he just like scare people into like letting him do whatever he wants? He's the only player in the big leagues that can go do that. Him and Shohei. So, something going on there, man. Lorenzen's scary, dude. You're scared. Of Van's him? on the mound, too. I'm, I guess. Okay. Probably should be. Noted. Uh, White the- Sox, wake up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. They kind of needed that comeback to get their season started. Six runs in the ninth. That would have been like maybe doing that at least gets them some juice. Tony Larusa is going to get thrown out of a, a game soon. Like he's this, that's the trick that he'll pull out of the ba- out of the bag, like to get the boys fired mm-hmm. up. He's going to get thrown out of a game this next series. Mark my word. All right, old school ejection. Like throw the bats on the field or something. Kick yes. dirt. Yeah, over he'll milk. He'll milk it. But then like also he can't. I don't think he like walks around that. Uh, yeah, he ran out last year. And it was it was a wild scene. Tough. <laughs> viral. It's a wild scene. It was viral. It was viral. Uh, the Red Sox and the Orioles. I'll say this. Jordan Lyles, before he played the Yankees, I was like, this guy, his stats don't say the results are there. He went six innings against the Red Sox. I don't know. Um, in the first five innings, the Red Sox had two runners on every inning. At least. Damn. It's an awful feeling if you're a Red Sox fan. Jordan Lyles went six innings pitched, one earned run. The Red Sox had two runners on the first five innings. That's been been the Red Sox. Brutal, man. This year. Our buddies are down bad. And I told you, these Orioles, they're, they're a lot peskier than I thought. 
and they can actually pitch a little bit, which is very different than previous Orioles teams. They got some pesky players. Like in in one of these games, it was tied, or they were down one nothing, and then Mullins hit a double, then Santander hit a double, something like that to to tie it. And it's like, yeah, those two guys are are good. Like obviously Mullins is good, but they're Castle Hayes. They're pests, man. Um, I have a question for Red Sox fans, or I, yeah, I guess with the uh, the dead and ball, small balls come out to play. And something that has been nice about the Yankees is they actually have the personnel to do it, and they're scoring runs on outs and sack flies and moving runners and all that stuff. Looking at this box for the Red Sox, like have they not? This is a genuine question. Have they not committed to that, or what's going wrong offensively? Are they just hitting fly balls, striking out? Because I think, I mean, I was looking up the numbers a while ago, and a lot more teams are in the AL are committing to the bunt and the hit and run and all that shit. Small balls like coming back because the balls are dead. So I think the teams that are just saying, yeah, okay, we'll play that game are faring better. The Angels. The Angels are stealing like crazy. They're bunting like crazy. Moving yeah, this is, this is not a, a roster constructed to play small ball. It's not. And some of the usual names haven't got it going. I mean, Verdugo's not going yet. Story hasn't done anything yet. Kike hasn't done anything yet. So they got to get the offense going. That we did not think that was going to be the problem. I did say this team would go as far as Nick Pavetta. Uh, he's been it's been pretty bad for him, but like their pitching has been solid. Like Walk has been a guy for them. Eovaldi, they've had people in the bullpen doing great. They've had great seasons by people in the bullpen. It's just the offense hasn't woke up yet at all. From what I hear from my Red Sox guys, they've been saying there's there's just holes in the lineup, and when you've got when guys are giving you zero, that's just really tough to overcome as an offense as a whole. So, yeah, I mean, whether it's a JBJ or Kike, um, Dahlbach, like, yeah, they those guys got to get going. The team is supposed to be built off of its offense. What's up with Alex Cora? He's the, the sorcerer. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Twins took two out of three. Uh, Archer. Forning's pitch one earned run. Is he not stretched out yet? I'm not sure. Bundy with a bad start after a good start. Kluber with a good start. Trav, you see any of this? Nine runs, two two games in a row for the Twins. Their offense coming hey, around. Baby. Offense coming around. They called a guy up today, Miranda, for Kyle Garlic. He's one of their top prospects, too. So, another guy coming up. I mean, Buck's been Buck. Kepler's gotten hot. Um, twins are fun, dude. And if, like, the... The White Sox are going to, you know, be hurt and kind of like can't get a footing in the in the division and the Twins keep pitching the way they've been pitching. I mean, they're they're going to be there at the end. It's not how we saw the season going whatsoever and that's the beauty of it, I guess. 162 though. Remember people, it's a long way to go. Not I'm not taking anything away from what the Twins have done cuz they have looked really good. Um but I think the I think the White Sox like they have to, right? They got to get back in the swing of things. One hot streak, they're back. Um, Guardians sweep the A's, and that's obvious. Well, the A's had been playing well, I thought. They were playing an okay brand of baseball. I've got a, I got a little f- tidbit on the Guardians for later in the show. Okay. All right. How about that? Tristan t- McKenzie, hot. You want to go to the Interleague? You got three Interleague series this weekend. Oh, sure. One, two. Trevor, your 
Los Angeles Dodgers took on the Detroit Tigers, and they take two out of three. Uh, 5-1, 5-1 swap both ways. Dodgers won the first one, Tigers, but the Dodgers, Walker Buehler, five shutout innings. And, like, that's so obvious. Tommy Canely comes back for the Dodgers, uh, former Yankee great. Man, he is a fun watch. He could be a big factor in that Dodgers season. Nasty versus lefties, that changeup. Um, Mookie, Javi Baez, yeah, you're familiar with those guys for a reason. They have nice series. Dodgers take two out of three. The fish with arms. I feel like we keep saying they keep winning series, and I like that. They take two out of three from the Mariners. Again, cross the map. Um, Marlins, 8-6-3-1. And then the Mariners and our guy, Logan Gilbert, they get that final game. J.P. Crawford keeps going. Julio Rodriguez, pretty eyes. Um, He gets his first major league home run. Hopefully that gets him started. Um, Because, man, it looks like he's got all the talent in the world. Lazardo versus Robbie Ray. How about a couple southpaws in that middle game? Lazardo looking at Robbie Ray like, I can can do that. I can do that, man. Uh, Go Marlins, go. They've got a fan in me. Cool, Jake. They don't care. They won two out of three. And then my Texas Rangers, they take two out of three from the Braves. Braves, train's leaving the station. Let's start winning some games, Atlanta. Uh, A little bit of a hangover. Uh, I will say they had an unfortunate matchup. Game three, they faced Taylor Hearn. Five innings pitch, two earned runs for the win. Uh, They kind of never had a chance. That's our guy guy. We love him. Uh, Dane Dunning, always confused which arm he throws with. He has a nasty start in game two, 7.2, one earned run. Braves, figure it out. It's May. Get it going. Uh, Seager got it going this series, a couple home runs. Adelise Garcia, remember how much we talked about him last year? He has a nice series too. Rangers, they take two out of three from Braves, and that's what happened in the interleague baseball. In the interleague baseball, interleague baseball, Marlins keep winning, but I feel like the Mar- I feel like the Mariners have lost a couple series in a row. Am I wrong about that? Those they, are the two things where I'm like, huh? They played. They just played the Rays, and the Rays and the f- the fish are starting to honestly get confused in my head, which isn't great. Um, I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. I think they just lost two out of three to the Rays. So yeah, they're in a little. Lost four of their last six and a little yes. a little Florida trip for Seattle. That's tough. Come I mean, across the map, yeah. lose some games. Having some fun in Miami. Oh. We gotta mention that Miami, they are in second place in the NL East. People were mad we didn't reference them when we were talking about how tough the East was. Uh I, feel I have like a question we give them enough guys. props. We have we give them the exact amount of props they need. Right, we don't give any team enough props. That's true. I have a question. Are you guys looking at the standings? Do you have that page in front of you? Sure can. Can I think this is a very easy answer? So I want to see if everyone answers it the same. What okay. division would you bet? You say one of these six divisions is going to end up in this order at the end of the season. There's one that I think is in the order I would have guessed it ends up. The West, mm-hmm. NL West, NL West. No. Wow. Where are you going? Uh, I guess not the beginning. The NL NL Central is is at this point like 
uh, if I had to bet on one, just that being what it is at mm. the end of uh, October 3rd. It's a little different. Yeah. Would have had the Pirates and the Reds at 4-5 switched, but at this point. Yeah, Pirates and the Cubs with the same record right now. Um, All the other divisions, it's like there's no way this is how it ends in my brain. They just like are jumbled. I don't think the NLS can end like that. Yeah, I think so. No, I think the Giants will will be in first or second place. Okay. They're good. I think, I'll see I think Padres can be right there, but I, I wouldn't bet that it's going to end that way. Sure. I know we're jumping uh, series here. This is the series recap, and I want to talk about one game that's coming up, I think, tonight. Zach Gallon versus Pablo Lopez. Mm. 0.39 versus 0.6. Jake Snakes, how do they do on Monday nights? They're pitching. Uh, doesn't matter. We play on Saturdays in the desert. Shout out the Marlins. You guys are doing great, and you can pitch the shit out of the ball. And we wish you would have signed Nick Castellanos, and yeah, Jeets was still there. But, Cam, you're doing it, so who cares about Jeets? See you later, dude. Old news. Preach. Covered everything. <laughs> I just contradict myself like five yeah. times in one you, sentence. You're, that uh, you're, was perfect. It was beautiful. That was perfect. <laughs> Tigers, what is he doing, baby? Are we ready to go there with them? Like, they were coming out hot, talking a lot of shit at the beginning of the season. Just has not gone their way, huh? They got to be bummed out. I mean, we we had this conversation, but you know, when the Tigers looked at themselves in the mirror, I think they saw something a little better than the outside world did because they had a solid little year last year, and they added Javi and Erod, and they're calling up Torkelson. They got punched in the mouth early. I mean, hey. They lost two out of three at the Dodgers. A lot of teams are going to do that this year, but yeah, they hey they got off to a slow start last year, right? So maybe that's that's part of Hinch magic. Yeah, I was trying to see like strength of schedule stuff, but the Tigers are right in the middle. They are pretty even. So there you go, even. I don't know. I'm looking at. I haven't. I haven't watched a ton of Tigers games. Torkelson uh, chat sound off, but looking at his stat page, at least he's got ten walks. Um, to 25 Ks, the 10 walks is a nice amount. Tells me he's still like having strike zone recognition. Um, but you know, 190, 660 OPS. It's tough. Big leagues is tough, guys. Doesn't matter who you are. Hear that? Uh, since we're on the interleague play series of the episode, the Dodgers, Rockies, and Giants all four and one in interleague play this year. So, way to go by them, them guys. That means the NL must be, like, winning. Come on. Come on, AL. Tigers blowing it. They got four losses. Okay, let's... We have to mention... I mean, we didn't talk about it. I thought you guys were going to mention it. Kershaw? What about him? Dodgers record? Yeah, Dodgers K leader. Pretty cool moment with the slide ball. And they put out this video. I think that's um, for Dodgers fans. It's a, it's a big milestone. Kurt, we talked about Kershaw this morning on uh, on baseball today. His his career stats are disgusting. Yes. I... Two, two, 249 ERA, 2,700 innings, something like that. Um, He's at a 1.0001 whip for his career. 
And if we see a guy do that for one season, we basically, you know, we love him. First of all, has been doing it. So shout out Kirsch. Should have a long contract. Oh, do you guys want to play that game? Because I did that with C-Rose too. Guess the career earnings. For Kershaw? Yep. 180. I was going to say 210. I really don't know. Well, you guys went really light. He's at 275. Really? Mm, good for but, him. You know, there's a lot of pitchers Best out pitchers there ever. that are good for 350. Him. He just never got that long, long deal. Congrats, Kirsch. Congrats, Kirsch. Say hi to him, Trev. I will. Okay. I will say hi to him. All right. Want to go to the awards? Need it. Who is, uh, we got, uh, who do we got? Jim's standout performance. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole, we skipped a lot there. Well, second half of the show, it's, uh, there's awards and there's an award within the awards. Standout performances are brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trev, you're a coffee guy. Jameson yeah. Tyone's a coffee guy. He's a friend of ours. It's not a big deal. Um, and Trade Coffee, pretty basic concept. They're going to match you with the coffee that you should be matched with. Um, I mean, they've got 450 different kinds of coffee live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you using Trade's human-powered algorithm. Wow, I like all those words. Uh, right now, what you can do, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order Plus, free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash baseball. Drinktrade.com slash baseball. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. That's a decent deal. I do that deal. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash baseball and let trade find you a coffee you'll love. And you get $30 off. Uh, And by the way, Mother's Day is coming up. Does your mom drink some coffee? I bet. (laughs) <laughs> a trade subscription is the perfect gift for coffee lovers in your life. Drinktrade.com slash baseball. Oh, yeah. Nice your mom one. Like coffee? Yeah. My mom likes coffee. Be honest, she throws a little Baileys in there more than I expected as a youth. Ooh. That's just honesty. That is just honesty. Not shy about it. Where are you boys going? Trev, you're up I'm first. ready. Yeah. Standout uh, performer. Standout performance. It's going to be a guy who just took the game over all by himself. My, my guy, George Springer, two for three with the two homers, two solo shots. Those were the only runs scored in the game. Put the team on his back. Had a really fun series. He's just like an electric player to watch. One of my, one of my favorite players to watch in the big leagues. So well-rounded um, and just like a – how can you – I mean, I know how you can hate George Springer, but I was about to say, how can you hate George Springer? And there's one big, there's one, one big thing you could say about him. Uh, but I love watching the guy play. So he runs all over the field. He's exactly like, he's a gamer, man. Like you get one of these guys in your team. It's like, thank you. We need this guy. I have, I have one uh, on my youth team right now. His name is Wiley. I feel like Wiley and George Springer kind of similar attributes. Wiley. That's wow. a great name. Yeah. Shout out, George. Of course, he's going to take over. Grew up with a Wiley Walker power name. Wiley Walker, that is a good name. Yeah. George Springer, 
homers a lot, makes really good plays. He's so good. I know he has. <laughs> so I good. know what he's got on him, but dang. Good pick. Good pick. Thanks. I saw those homers. Only two runs they scored that game, and they won. Yeah, Montorio got ejected, which was really funny because uh, it was one of those where, like, your star player is mad at the ump, so you have to get ejected. Like, I believe that if that wasn't Vladdy arguing or it didn't happen, and this is normal, it didn't happen to Vladdy. If that happened to Guriel, there's no ejection. But Vladdy got rung up once. He was mad. He went to the dugout. He was talking. He was talking. He's talking. He gets rung up again on, like, the same thing. And Montoya's like, all right, I'll go get ejected for you, Vladdy. Here you go. I love you, bud. Models out there. Yeah. It was Uh, interesting to see the guy, the umpire, saw the bat throw, pointed at it. Like, usually they point at it, and they put the hand up, and that means you're gone. But I think right then his brain was like, shit. No, that's when they give you the fine. The equipment. It fine. looked like he wanted to go. Okay. And like sometimes that confuses uh, confuses me when they get, they point because you get a fine if you throw your equipment, and yeah. how they signal that is they just point at the equipment. Point at it. He was looking at it, and I th- I think maybe you're right. Maybe that's all he was gonna do. Maybe he thought about this beforehand. Like can't throw Vladdy out in Toronto because people will be very upset with me. And I think also Charlie knows that, and he said I got to get out there and I'll get thrown out. Not my yeah, wagon yeah, yeah. having mm. bang and slang and you got it if you're Charlie. Guy. But it's just funny because it's like, here we go. I am uh, going an odd route. It's kind of a cheating route. I'm gonna shoehorn something in here to stand out performances. Uh, because I want to talk about it anyway. I'm my standout performance is Jordan Romano. Okay. He pitched in this series against the Astros. But it's kind of a, I usually don't do this at all, but it's bigger than that. So it's just the season. And I, the Blue Jays have had a tough schedule, so they've been in a lot of close games. Jordan Romano has 11 saves. The Blue Jays have won 15 games. They've won four games where they didn't use Jordan Romano. And he leads the league with 13 games played right now. Leagues leads the league with 11 saves, 12.1 innings. I think that's the most out of any closer or reliever. Uh, not reliever, but closer or kind of holds guy type thing. They've just been putting his arm to the test. So as the Blue Jays, it's awesome that he's been there for him right now and hasn't. he's blown one. But they got to uh, get some blowouts. Otherwise, I'm worried about my guy Romano's arm. And the schedule does ease up for them, but I don't think it really eases up till after May. But I was looking at that today. I was like, damn, that's very impressive. When you got a tough schedule and you got to beat good teams, you're going to rely on your closer a lot. And he's been there for him. But 11 of their 15 wins, he's closed out. That's nuts. Kind of like an elite closer in the game right now. I mean, not, I mean, the 11 is nice, but like just going over, looking at what he's put up, the numbers he's put up, it's pretty impressive. And he's gotten like the, you know what I like about him? I like this in my relievers, especially lockdown people. They all got something they do. You know, Kimbrell with the fucking arm out there, you know, that people have stuff. This like crouch thing, it's his. So shout out Romano. You have something and you're good. Very marketable. 
Yeah, the Blue Jays' run differential is zero. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Coming off 31 straight saves for Romano. That ended last week. He's uh he's gross. And it's kind of a fun part of like a new young team that's introducing themselves to the mix. When they've got a fun party trick at the end of the game, that's like a really that's a fun part of the story. Oh, this is your this is your guy that at the end of the game is like your final soldier. What year was that? We were at opening day and he pitched against the Yankees. Was that 2021 or was last that year? 20? Yeah. And we he had a good 2020. We, maybe we didn't even like just think about him, but he came in to close it out. We're like, who the fuck is this guy? Some Blue Jays fans in the chat saying the ball has helped him out a lot and that he hasn't looked as good as his numbers are. Baseball Savant has his numbers pretty awful. So maybe uh, push will come to show. Uh-oh. 5% in average exit velocity, 5% in Ooh. hard hit rate, um, bottom 20 in expected batting average. But he's got whiffs. He's got chase. Uh, he doesn't walk guys. That. I mean, look at his stats from the last three years. Like, they're they're mirrored. They're identical. Like, he's been a guy. Like, sometimes they're just a guy that doesn't care about his numbers are blue on baseball. Savant. He gives a shit. I get outs, bro. Want to make bank, bro. So his FIP is much better than it's been the last two years. So how is his baseball savant so bad? I don't know, man. 14 Ks, two walk? I don't know. That's So when they're hitting it, they're just hitting the shit out of it? Hmm. Someone explain that to me. I don't know. Is he Canadian? He is. Oh, that's beautiful. It's perfect. It's literally perfect. Oh, I see where they're saying the ball, like the deadened ball. So I thought maybe like with his pitch script or something, they're talking about like a lot of warning tracks. Okay. Yeah. Which probably helps the FIP. I guess. Who's your standout, Jake? Good job, Romano. Yeah, sorry. It took a sour, sour turn. Yeah, I know. Um, Holy smokies. (laughs) Um, I'm going to a guy who uh, he kind of got jobbed last episode. Um, Yeah, what? Or two episodes ago, excuse me. Uh, Eric Lauer, uh, the starting pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. Last time we saw him, he had a monster game. Uh, But we gave a lot of credit to Angel Hernandez, who was behind the plate for his six innings. 13 strikeout game. Well, he said, you know what? Throw someone else behind the dish, and I'll go seven innings, 11 Ks versus the Chicago Cubbies. Um, Couple things I like here. Hey, that's a great start. Good job, Eric Lauer. Um, The Brewers are 4-0 in Eric Lauer's start days. We love that. Jim, I went into some pitch mix for you because I know that's one of the things that makes your winky move around a little bit. Mm. Is he throwing the cutter more? You know he is because it's 2022. He kind of ditched the changeup. You think Eric Lauer, kind of a lefty twirling it. Is he going more change? That's out. Uh, sliders up, cutters up, uh, and his main fastball down a little bit. But, hey, Eric Lauer, we uh, Brewers, coaching staffs, organizations, those Milwaukee Brewers pitchers, we give them a lot of credit and their staff. And now here comes Eric Lauer, uh, I mean, pretty much tr- trying to join the law firm. Um and he's Whoa. having an incredible start to this season. His curveball and cutter 
are getting smoked. So I wonder if he makes another change to his pitch mix soon. Slider's looking nasty, though. You know what's crazy, man? What's that? You know, think about all these teams who had good pitching. Okay, You think about the Giants. You just talked about the Brewers and what they've been able to do. Uh, the Yankees, you guys have watched them very intently. You know their pitching has been incredible. 138 ERA plus for the Yankees is second in the league to the fucking Dodgers at 170. What is going on? Like, are they uh, who we think they are? If Canley's they're Canley, just that they good. Just added another guy too. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Scary. All right, Trev. It's that time of the show. Okay. Trump watch. But hopefully we got some people hot, you know? Yikes. We put Brandon Lau. He was on there twice in a row. Cody Bellinger, Nelson Cruz, Cattell Marte, and Framil Reyes on Slump Watch. Hoping that we got some of them off. Mm, oh, shit. This is looking bad. Yeah. B-Lau went two for 12 with two doubles and three Ks. I don't. He's not off, but he might just be not on anymore because that's his second time. And I don't. Do we have? Can we wait around? This whole thing is grossing me out. Cody Bellinger, one for 11 with the double, RBI, a walk. Nelson Cruz, I'm desperate to get him hot. He went, and the whole team was hitting. He went one for 13 with two RBIs. Our best shot is Cattell Marte. He had three hits. One of them was a homer. One of them was a triple, and one of them was a double. He's hitting it. So he's getting extra. His slugging's through the roof this series. 563 slugging with a 188 OP on base. So his OPS is, what did you say? It's in the sevens. In the sevens on the series, Jake. Let's just take him off and say, you know, okay, best of the bunch. You guys ever use a bowl or something and maybe you leave it out and there's something in there and that bowl ends up being really dirty and you're just like, you know what? Just toss it. We had a good run. I mean, this whole thing, I've seen these names for too long now. And you just I, want to get rid of all of them. Like, I think we might just need to refresh, man. I want to give Cattell Marte, like, two golf claps. Okay. And and then and then we'll just get all the rest out yeah, of Yeah, okay. just like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. Vibes were bad. All right, so who's now being added to Slump Watch? Dylan Carson, he went over 15 with 5Ks. Gio Urshela went over 13 with 3Ks. Ah, Eugenio Suarez went 0 for 12 with a walk. Jerkson Profar 0 for 12 with a walk. And David Peralta 0 for 12 RBI, three walks. So those guys are added. Hopefully they 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 get clapped off next week. They're gonna. They're going to. I don't like that. No. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Trev, you want to tell us who's hot? Every time I hear that song, I went, what, what show is this? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Wait, what am I doing now? You can, do in, you can do Infrago oh, if you want. Oh, yeah, I'm doing Infrago. Yeah, yeah, I was seeing awards. All right, we got some good names on here. Our guy, Hunter Renfro. What a name, Hunter. Does he hunt? Probably. Five for 12, three home runs, five ribbies. That's nice. Kyle Schwarber. Doing the damn thing. Four for eight, three homers, five ribbies, three walks. You got to love the walks. I'm telling you, people, always focus on the walks. It'll tell you how people are really doing. Aaron Judge, 
you know, he hit some homers, three for nine, all home runs, six RBIs. He's going to get paid. Yankees better make him that offer. I don't care if he said no offer. Make him the offer again, a bigger one. J.P. Crawford, that's all we care about on this show. Six for 11, homer, two doubles, an RBI, and a walk. Tim Anderson, leadoff homers is what he does. Seven for 13 with that homer, a double, two RBIs. Andres Jimenez, six for 13, a homer, two doubles, six ribbies. Victor Robles, love him. Eight for 12, a boy. You feel you feel so good when you go eight for twelve. Mm. You just feel so good. Uh, he, you know, he on the bus. You're vibing out to the music. Nobody can tell you anything. Double five RBIs, two walks for him. Taylor Ward, my guy, six for thirteen, homer, double, two RBIs, and a walk. He just will never stop hitting. Kyle Tucker, eight for twelve is cool. Seven for twelve is just a little bit less cool. Two doubles, two RBIs, and then Jeff McNeil. He's a little fiery dude, isn't he? he I'm, him and Max Scherzer, I bet, are really good friends. I just have a feeling to like, talk to each other and get mad about stuff. Uh, six for 11, two doubles, three RBIs, and a walk. Nice group of guys there. Nice group of guys. I don't know about the Scherzer-McNeil thing. Really depends oh, yeah. how you use the word friends, because your end was right. Yeah, they yeah. definitely get mad at, at each other. They fight every day. Well, it's in, it's in, yeah, it's all relative. Like what their friends are people that they can be around and just like get fucking mad together, whether it's at each other or at something else. They share the bond of being mad a lot. Like if in the Mets documentary that would come out, like there'd be a cut scene that would be like, and you know, not everyone was best friends on the team. And it would be like Scherzer and McNeil. McNeil probably calling pitchers soft. No, well, we already had, uh, the squirrel, like McNeil got punched. Right. So, you know, Lindor's not his friend. I think that Scherzer calls McNeil a psychopath on his off days when Scherzer's in a silly, goofy mood and McNeil snaps and he's like, he doesn't get it. Yeah. You're a fucking psychopath, dude. Everyone fucking calls you a psychopath. <laughs> and Scherzer's like, nah, dude, you're a psychopath. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And then McNeil tries to give it back to Scherzer on Scherzer's throw days. But then, like, he actually is a psychopath, and he's like, you know, choke slams him into the. That's what a real psychopath looks yeah. like. And then McNeil talks to the other guys, and he's like, that guy's a psychopath, yeah. right? And everyone's like, yeah, dude. But the next day, off day, Scherzer comes and goes, you're fucking nuts, McNeil. Yeah. See, like, they fight, they make yeah, up. Okay. I love it. Can I tell yeah. a quick story about feeling like I could get murdered at any second? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Cause this, you know, Scherzer gives off those vibes. Like, I was just thinking, like, I'm. If he ever came up to me and was like, why you call starting pitcher soft? I would be like, I'm sorry, Max. I don't know. Anyways, name drop here. I had a party this weekend. Chuck Liddell's there. Oops. Now, Chuck and I have a very interesting relationship. Half the time, he doesn't remember me. The other half, we're best friends. So this particular evening, we were best friends. And he was telling me about some... Some like situations he's been in lately where guys have kind of like been saying stuff. He's had to go over there and kind of like flex on them. But he was really like in my face, kind of like close with me. And like, I don't know if you guys have ever been around someone that could like, you just know could kill you if they wanted to. Like with my their uncle bare Dragon. Hands. Yeah. Like that's how I felt. It was a, it was, it was, it was a humbling moment for me. Cause I was like, man, if this guy really wanted to, like, even if I got a good shot off on him, he could just choke me out. Like, and just like suffocate me. Yeah. Your good shot doesn't affect him. No, it doesn't at all. So, you know, I think sometimes Scherzer can give off a vibe like that in the clubhouse. And McNeil, 
is the only guy that's going to go to him and doesn't feel that around Scherzer. Maybe Pete too. Pete's kind of psycho on his own right. But I think that's the vibe there. McNeil's not afraid of Scherzer the way I'm afraid of Chuck. You standing there with a glass in your hand, Chuck Liddell having a nice conversation with his friend, and you standing there thinking, <laughs> what would my hardest punch do to him? Nothing. 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 No, no. You know what I asked him that? I said, dude, like how many times have you been? I swear to God. I was like, how many times you've been in a situation where a guy wants to uh, like fight you and like you get in a, you get put in a bad situation. You have to choose like what you got to do. He goes, no, he goes, never. He goes, because I know how to diffuse a situation. And I go, how do you diffuse a situation? He doesn't look like a diffuser. And he came up with a perfect solution. You want to hear it? Yeah. So guy comes up to him and they're all like, you know, feeling himself, frat boy, big dog, all roped up muscles, wants to be a tough guy. So he said, if a guy like that comes up to him and like start saying stuff, Chuck will say, Hey, I'll be honest with you. I don't really want to fight you. You look like you could be a fighter. Have you ever thought about that? Like you look like you could really throw a punch. And he goes that way. The guy gets the satisfaction, gets to go tell his friends. Chuck Liddell said, I look like a fighter. who can throw a punch. And so I thought that was genius by Chuck. Very enlightened uh, response to that question I asked him. Smart guy. Really good stuff. Yeah. You should fight him. Nope. I love Chuck. I want that on record. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do we have Kelsey's thing on the soundboard anywhere yet? Okay. Uh, oh, we don't have Kelsey? She sent it, but we don't have it. Not yet. Uh, Trev? My award is uh, I had something else going on, and then this got brought up on baseball today, then in my Twitter as well. This is the 10 year anniversary. This I'm gonna call this the the Weave Daddy Award. It's a 10 year anniversary of Jerry Weaver's no hitter against the twins that I was a part of. So I guess you know I want to just shout out Jared a little bit. This was in his he hadn't declined down to the 80 mile an hour fastball range yet uh but he definitely wasn't the 96 mile an hour flamethrower uh that he was so kind of middle phase for him but uh, an excellent pitched game um i did come close to breaking it up with a homer foul uh but then eventually he got alexi casilla to fly out to tory hunter in right field and they celebrated and it was cool to see you never want to get no hit but like i have a like a history with weaver like same area growing up um same draft class how about that uh so shout out wheeze man 10 year anniversary of that uh good golfer invite me to your country club please because you it's a much nicer one than i'm a part of so that's what this was so i was just just trying to fishing for a golf invite yeah nice country club he's at my award is now uh called the barometer award Oh, no. Yeah. Shit. This might be my award. No. I don't think so. Okay. It's a very me award. Okay. Is yours a very me award? Kind of, yes. Uh-oh. Mine goes mm-hmm. to the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. Same exact award. Really? Yep. What was yours going to be called? It's the 21 Angels. I wrote it in there. Oh, I didn't even look. Tough. Go. I'll get another one. I've got no, awards. No, go, go, go. I got another one. I got awards. You're going. Tell the people. It's for you. I was excited. I was happy to tell you. Yeah, that, that's funny that Jake and I landed on the same exact awards. Um, 
Yeah, Trev, do you know what we're talking about? No idea. I'm lost right now. <laughs> the barometer, Jake's the 2021 Angels Award. The Cleveland Guardians are 0 and 10 against teams above 500 and 10 and 2 against teams below 500. So if you want to know you're a good team or a bad team, you just invite the Guardians to town or head up to Cleveland. And when you end the series, you will know which side of the scale you land on. It was the Angels last year. Angels beat teams that were better than them and lost the teams, or beat teams that were worse than them and lost the teams that were better than them. And right now, Guardians are the barometer of MLB. I like that. On the expanded standings page, it's pretty funny to look at. It's, it's who did you play? Yeah. So to recap, they... Split a series with Kansas City to start the start it. They beat the Reds. They lost to the Giants. They mm. beat the White Sox. Now it's an interesting one. They lost to the Yankees. They lost to the Angels. They beat the A's. White Sox is the uh the one right there. We're like, we didn't know. We didn't but know. They're playing, they're playing obviously like a sub five hundred team. They are the Guardians? No, the White Sox. Yes. So I get it. But maybe that means they're going to be bad all season. Who knows? If the White Sox get over 500, then they're screwed. Yeah. I like that award. It's nice to have a barometer. Yeah. that's So who do the Guardians play next? Padres, they should lose. Toronto, they should lose. And then the White Sox again. So that's kind of like the White Sox can now beat them. And then you say, well, we did both. And you're like, okay, wait to the third time. 0-10 0-10 against teams that are better than them. Tough. Tough. Sorry for stealing. It's beautiful. That means you it's important. really going to have the same the award? That means no, Jake said he'd pivot. No, I would have pivoted got, if Jake wanted. I I've didn't, got other awards. I didn't know he I come into the, I come into the show with three awards just in case. Your pivot. Yeah. That's, that's the IL. You got to know your role there. Um, I'm doing the All It Takes is one award. Hmm. Um, I mentioned it briefly before. He's got to be on every hot boy list for like the next five years. But then those tweener years between being young and rich, you come off the hot boy list and then he'll be really rich again. And then he'll be full hot boy. It's Julio Rodriguez, uh, Mm. of the Seattle Mariners. My guy hit his first home run. Trev, you mentioned it briefly the other day. You were like, hey, I mean, him and Kelnick, they're struggling. What do you do with these guys? They're they're big-time prospects. I think Julio's about to go-go. Um, he has nine stolen bases. That leads Major League Baseball. He has zero caught stealings. Um, I think he needed to see one happen. Trev, you've talked about the scoreboard effect. When you see that zero or the low batting average, sometimes that starts to dig at you a little bit. I think he's special, special. Uh, I think Major League Baseball is really hard. I think a little humble pie here and there helps you. Our guy Garrett Cole, this year with the Yankees, needed a little humble pie in his first couple starts to kind of get him back on the right track. The Mariners, they are 12-10. and 10. My angels look a little feisty. The Astros haven't fully gotten it going. It's been a solid start. J.P. Crawford's going nuts. Logan Gilbert. Julio Rodriguez is fourth in war with his tough start. 
I think he's about to go. Um, and man, I, I think he's genuinely future of baseball between the speed, the power, the smile, the eyes. It's all of it. Um, so I'm excited for him, excited for Seattle. I guess I got to Google his eyes twice. You brought him up. Good looking guy. I don't really remember like, like beautiful eyes out of Julio, like nice body for sure. Yeah. But you guys look for different things in people. Yeah, we do. I, um, we mentioned, yeah, I think it maybe was the Friday show. Uh, or was the Wednesday show? We, I said that I said, Kelnick and Julio got to get it going. And people in the chat said, yeah, Julio's looked a little bit better April 22nd. So that's basically, you know, 10 days ago. Uh, two hits, and then he went two hits, one hit, one hit. Then he had an O for one hit, two hit, O for three hit. So only uh, two O for games, a bunch of round numbers there. That's that's the confidence right there. Okay, hits, 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 hits. It doesn't even have to be, you know, homers are great. Yeah, this might this homer might get him going, but if you're consistently getting on base, that's the type of spark a young guy would need. Okay, I can do this. I you know I'm barreling the ball up. And you mentioned the nine stolen bases, man. Got to play small ball in the dead ball era. It's back. Last this nine. Is the new dead ball? Last era? nine games, kind of like you're saying, Trev. 364, 432, 978 OPS with five swipes. Um, special. But, you know, it's so early. Like, just looking at the game log right here. Uh, before yesterday's game, he was hitting 205. Yeah. Goes off, three for four. He's hitting 234. So, like... One hot series, the guy's hitting over 300, and we're like, holy shit. Baseball. Who's the best friend of the week? Best friend of the week is our guy, Jesse Winker. He goes five for 13, yes. two ribbies, a double. Been a different winner each up so far. Not Dif- in the gang, his Trevor, his scooter gang. Mm. A different friend each week has been the tops. Ooh. They sure have been the tops. I think Winker would like I'm getting more and more like where he'd want me on the team. Well I don't know. I know where we do want you, Trev. It's tops. Uh it's finally here, the twenty twenty two top series one baseball NFT collection. It literally just dropped, Trev. One PM Eastern. It's available now at topsnfts.com. Buy standard premium packs of officially licensed NFT digital collectibles featuring your favorite players and teams from one of Top's most popular sets. Standard pack comes with a guarantee of one rare NFT collectible in each pack, and a premium pack comes with a guarantee of one super rare NFT collectible. This highly anticipated release includes brand new products, stars of MLB Chrome, Generation Now, Ultra Short Print, I bet, Team Cube 2.0, and a special 19 87 35th anniversary motion set. Go to topsnfts.com now as this release is slated to sell out. Holy smokes. Go check them out, topsnfts.com. And now it's time to hop into the elevator. I kind of hate elevators. You do? Really? Yeah. I mean, they, I. They serve an excellent purpose. I understand that. But we need to change the elevator up. Why does it have to just be like a metal coffin? Like, let's put some amenities in these elevators. Like a guy? Chairs? No, I don't like a guy. Drinks? Chairs and drinks? Yeah, like a, a snack table or hand sanitizer. Or something. I don't know. 
I found an hour-long YouTube video called Tower of Terror Q Area Music. Okay. What about this? What about those seats get that would fold up to the wall, and then you could fold them down and sit on them while like you're on Tower of Terror. Yeah. All right. Here's the team that we have to talk about for a minute. Oh, it almost was a one orange team, but then it it slightly got to the next orange team, the San Francisco Giants. Mm. They just lost the series to the Nationals, Trev. Are you worried they're in third place now? How worried are no, you? No, their, their record is great. They got a big series coming up here. It's a two-gamer with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Coach Trev will be in attendance. The first one, I believe it, it is uh, Urias and Rodon tomorrow. So that's a nice little pitching matchup to start the, the series off. Not worried. Do you think Giants fans are talking about how much they miss Gossman at all? Mm. Maybe a little bit. They've had some COVID stuff going on. They haven't exactly been running out like their best lineup in the last couple games. So you could talk about that. Say, hey, we're going to get our guys back. We'll be fine. We still have a great record. Gabe Kapler is the hottest manager in the league. Everyone knows that. That's true. Two versus the Dodgers. St. Louis for four. And then they host... The Rockies for three, so it kind of just depends if Kelsey's there or not. Um, if you're a Giants fan, you got to be a little bummed out that the Dodgers are, again, just this good. Yeah, but you can't be shocked. You're not shocked, but you're just like, come on. The pitching's that good? Look at the lineup. Chick sucks. The Giants lineup's have been funky lately. 